0: or come get a can or a howler at their Canterbury Village location. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly.
1: Yo, what's happening, everybody? This is Ryan Slocum, and you are listening. There ain't nobody better. This is the best local sports podcast in the biz. And that's a Duff said.
0: Thank you, Ryan Slocum. And thank you for hitting the play button on your favorite listening device of choice from wherever you listen to podcasts. My name is Duff Tyler, and that is A Duff Said. On this edition of Lessons from Coach Watkins, Steve turns back the clock to when he was 18 years old, forced to make a choice. He could either play college football on a full-ride scholarship try to grind it out in another country as a minor league baseball player in the st louis cardinals farm system as you're about to hear that choice was not that difficult but little did steve know the time he spent in that camp with the cardinals was alongside a future member of baseball's hall of fame lessons from coach watkins starts now Steve I want to go back to the days when you were a young man you just graduated high school you had an offer to play football at Tuskegee University but you also had a call from the St. Louis Cardinals they wanted to invite you to their farm system so you're juggling the idea of playing college football or pro baseball and you're only 18 years old take me through those days what was that whole ordeal like for you?
1: Ah, Duff, like you just said, it was uh, was a a good time and it was a great time. You know, 18 years old, you got your whole life ahead of you, you think, you know, and here I get an opportunity to go to the university that my mom graduated from, nonetheless on a full-ride scholarship. Uh, At the time, I also got an invite from the uh, St. Louis Cardinals of the National Baseball League. And uh, I uh, basically was overjoyed, excited all about it. We young men get a chance to travel, fly out to Arizona, uh, possibly meet some pro ball players and uh, get in, you know, an idea of what I'm going to do for the next 18, 20 years of my life. And as it turned out, you know, it was a great trip, great organization, whatnot. I had a very nice time there and I met some dynamite people there. And uh, one of the guys that I met there, I didn't really know the, the, the uh, impact of it until a few years later. And uh, I knew the guy, his name at the time was uh, Earl. We, he went by the name of Earl, Earl Smith. And uh, we were trying out as outfielders for the uh, St. Louis uh, Cardinals organization. We went through a what you call a mini tryout to see if they wanted to sign us to what was then called a futures contract or a minor league contract. And uh, it was on the condition that you were be able to make the the grades and whatnot on a two week basis, week to week, so to speak. Uh, Out of about, I believe there was at least 190 candidates there. And uh, most of the guys that I met, we all did well. Everybody had fun. And we all made it to the second week. Well, as it turned out, the second week went according to plan and whatnot. They they sat down with us, called us into the office, you know, one by one. I was offered a, a minor league contract, to my surprise. Now, we had a short period of time to make up our mind whether we wanted to sign these deals, so forth and so on. It wasn't for a lot of money, and uh, certainly there was a lot of work involved. One of the conditions that they had set forth was that it wasn't going to be in Arizona. Of course, it was going to be in what was then called the International League, their their farm system in the International League, which was in Panama, you know. And uh, I thought, oh, my, that changes things. So I couldn't wait to get home, you know, excited, dr- adrenaline going through my veins and talk to my dad and my mom about it, you know. Well, of course, my mom was adamant. No, you're going to go to school. You're going to go. You're going to do that. Blah, blah. You know, and I thought, oh, OK, then I'll lean on dad. Let's see what dad has to say. Well, my dad took a more philosophical reason. about it. he said, no, son, that's your decision. You earned the right to do both. He said, now what you have to do as a young man is you got to figure out what are you going to do with the rest of your life? And you got He looked at his watch in a funny kind of way. He said, you got about two days to make a decision, you know. And I thought, oh, wow, that was a lot of help. And uh, Duff, I got to tell you, at 18 years old, not knowing much about Panama, international travel, what the minor league system was all about and all of that, I decided to take the easy road. I thought for me at the time it was here, I got a full ride scholarship, not going to cost my mom and dad a dime go to school. You know, that was, that was the choice for me. And so that's what I did. And, and retrospectively, Duff, about two, three years later, uh, I'm sitting at, uh, at home. Of course, it's in the summertime watching a baseball game. And it was the St. Louis Cardinals who I had actually started to follow because of that tryout I had. And here they introduced their starting lineup. And this guy comes out and does a cartwheel and a flip and goes to his position, and they call him by the name of Ozzie, Ozzie Smith. And I kept thinking, Ozzie Smith? I said, wait a minute, I know that guy. Of course, I didn't know it was Ozzie Smith. I knew him as Earl. And I thought, oh, my God, he actually made the team. You know, for about five minutes, I thought that would have been fabulous to be on that field with Earl Smith playing baseball for the St. Louis Cardinals. At the same time, I thought, geez, I got one more year college and I'm done with that and on the rest of my life. And I was thinking, this is not all bad. This is not, didn't turn out all bad. But I did have that one moment when I thought that could have been me out there on that field. It was, uh, as I said, a, a great feeling. I felt good for him. Little did I know Earl Smith would, would end up in the Hall of Fame as one of the greatest infielders the St. Louis Cardinals ever had. How
0: does a guy from Pontiac like you get all these chance encounters with Hall of Fame football players, baseball players, big names in sports? How does one guy from Pontiac manage to do that the way you have over the years?
1: Well, I tell you, I give all the credit, first of all, to God. I give all credit to God. And secondly, I had great parents. You know, uh, my parents basically laid the foundation for all my brothers and sisters. And, and they gave us the idea, they empowered us to think and do things. So through that, I think I, I was a blessed, I should say, to, to be able to be in the right places, probably at the wrong time, you know, in, in a funny kind of a way. And it just, when you, we talk about it, Duff, you have a tendency that we talk about things and it brings back all those things that I had totally just you know forgotten about you know and as i said i say, wow you know when i think about the history of it i say i I haven't done bad for myself you know and uh, along the way those lessons led to the way that i speak to young men kids it probably had a lot to do with me going into coaching
0: what advice would you have for a kid who may be facing that same decision do i want to try my luck at going through the farm system of a major league team where you're probably not going to make a whole lot of money starting out and it's going to be a grind to try to play at your absolute best level so that you can climb the ladder to eventually be like an Ozzy Smith and make that climb or they're like you also facing that decision to go to college. How would you tell a young man right now or young woman how to weigh their options?
1: Well, one of the things I think I, I relied on for that decision was my mom and dad always put education first. And it was one of the reasons that we, all my brothers and sisters, pro- propelled in high school, in school, rather. And uh, what we did is basically I looked at my situation. So when I'm talking to young men, and when I started coaching and whatnot about their futures and this, that, and other, I always told them, you got to weigh your situation in terms of your family and in terms of your education. I said, for me, I had seven brothers and sisters. So that made my decision very easy in terms of, here's an opportunity for me to not cost my mom and dad, you know, hundreds of of thousands of dollars, you know, in terms of going to college and whatnot. And, uh, perhaps free up some money to see one of my other brothers and sisters, perhaps younger than me, get a chance to do that. So for me, it was relatively an easy decision, but it was one that I also had to work for. And I give my parents all the credit in the world for guiding us and and directing us in that direction.
0: Now, it wasn't like what it is now. When I was at Dow Diamond for so many years, and I'd see these young prospects for the Dodgers playing single A ball, and they're all driving these fancy, ridiculous sports cars that they got from the signing bonuses. You actually were given an option of go overseas to Panama, and you were only going to make a small amount of money to do that every week. What were they actually offering you to go through their farm system.
1: Duff, we signed a, uh, the contract that they put before us basically said we would be making a salary of around $100 a week. So it was about $400 a month. This was, uh, you got to, again, probably 1975, 76. And uh, at the time you were going to Panama, we, they had a, a deal also with families. So you were going to be staying with families, people you didn't even know. You know, they were going to be responsible for your board, you know, room and board and whatnot. And you being in a country that you don't know anybody, you don't have any family, uh, not making much money, you know, at that time, it, it was it was a really a tough decision. Now, I think for kids today, I'm pretty sure that they're signing, like you said, deals that basically are at least making them sustainable. You know, I don't know if the system still operates uh i believe they still have international you know what not play well the thing about panama that stuck out is you got to play baseball year round you know and uh, so it was a good chance to hone your skills and perhaps make the bigger teams and the uh, deal that we were going to sign was going to be what was the equivalent of their single a ball team and that was kind of like the uh the, the preschool of baseball you know, and uh, so you get that, and you actually make the grades to go from one league to the next. You know, tr- uh, single A, double A, and then triple A is is the apparent team right next door to the major leagues. And so, if you made, if you were fortunate enough to make those things, it could have been a good ride. But if if you've toiled in those leagues, I've known some ball players that have toiled in those leagues for years and uh, never, never quite, you know. Uh, got to see their dream come true of playing baseball, playing uh, major league sports, you know? And uh, so again, it's a situation where you have to weigh all things. And that may sound tremendous, as you said, for an 18 year old, and it is, you know, but you've got to look at your situation and and relate it to how your family is going to react to that. Are they going to be able to help sustain you? Uh, Is that going to basically put you behind in terms of say your education? You know things like that. I've known ball players to later, you know, in life, go back and finish school. You gotta finish. You gotta. You gotta think about all those things. And at that time, I, I'm just gonna be honest and say I don't think my thinking was quite there, in terms of I took the safe route. You know,
0: you did get to play with a Hall of Fame baseball player in that in that setting in the during the those couple of weeks that you were trying out for the club. What was he like, and what were your interactions like?
1: Our interactions was I learned from him basically. He actually came from a small town, and uh, you know, so for him the choice was this is my way to get out of my town. He said I don't have you know my parents don't make a lot of money you know so forth and so on. And he said this is this is something that I enjoy doing. I have fun doing. It's not work. That that was his attitude. He says this is something i enjoy doing i've been doing it since i was a small child and uh, as i said the the organization at the time was looking for outfielders and, and as it turned out i guess he either wasn't good enough to make it as an outfielder so they tried him at another position now it is funny because i think i'll have to go back and look and see if i could find anything that supports that but i almost think that earl <laughs> i keep calling him earl I think, was in the Tigers organization uh, for a short period of time. Now, I don't know. It it may have been the same story where he was either offered a contract or he wasn't. So he pursued his dream and got an invite from the the, uh, Cardinals organization. And for him, it was based really on the same situation that I was in. He put his family in terms of he thought it was a way to help his family. Whereas my mom and dad were both college educated. And again, I came from a large family. So it was based on me not trying to cost my mom and dad more money to basically see me go off and and realize my dreams as either a, a, a baseball player or not.
0: For you, it was obviously an easy decision. Just listening to how you reflected on that and uh, looking back on those days, it was a pretty simple decision to go play college football at Tuskegee University in Alabama. You have no regrets about that, but I know you get asked all the time from a lot of your friends around here in Pontiac, do you, is there a small part of you that wishes maybe you had stuck with it and played baseball? And who knows, you and Earl Smith, Ozzie Smith, could have been the greatest infield tandem of all time in St. Louis.
1: That's certainly something that I have been asked, as you said, by friends of mine who knew the story and knew you know, what I was going through at that time. And I got to tell you, yes, there is a small part of me that says, maybe we could have, would have, should have. You know, but at the, at, when I add it up at the end of the day and I think about some of the stories that you and I have talked about, perhaps my life would have changed totally. Maybe I wouldn't have met as many famous people and and been in certain situations had I not gone to school, came back home to Pontiac and decided to give back to the community that gave to me.
0: I think the community is a lot better for you making that decision to not uh, go that route and come back here to coach and do all the things that you have done in this community. What's it like to share those stories with all the kids that you've interacted with over the years to let them know that if you put in the work, things like that are possible?
1: That is it right there, Duff. The reflection of it all, as I think about it now in the age that I am, and I think about it in terms that you know, God puts us all here for a certain reason. And, and my feeling is, is that I was put here to to lead, to teach, and to basically direct. And I think I've done that, you know, in terms of I think my mom and dad would be proud of me. And I, I think in terms of the city that I grew up and and loved, you know, it gave me an opportunity to come back and give back. It was one of the reasons I came and decided to go into teaching. And uh, as I said, my mom, I I don't think my mom was very happy with me when I made that decision. But as it turned out, she she learned to basically respect it was my decision. And I literally followed in her footsteps. So, you know, it was kind of ironic. But at the same time, I think I made good on it.
0: Would you like to hear more lessons from Coach Watkins? Then head to my website, aduffsaid.com. Lessons from Coach Watkins is a production of my podcast, A Duff Said. If you would like to subscribe, then head over to Podbean, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Facebook, just look me up, sports journalist Duff Tyler. You can also hit me up on Twitter, at Duff Tyler. Our announcer this week was Emmy award-winning sportscaster and my friend, Ryan Slocum. All other announcements are done by Steve Gale, the best high school sports public address announcer in the state of Michigan. As for me, I'm Duff Tyler, and I'm reminding you that if Duff said it, it must be true, because that's what a Duff said.
1: Thanks for listening, folks. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.